Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira. This is a podcast for single moms created by a single mom to help single moms. This is our safe space to love, to connect, and grow together. Okay. Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded, sharing stories and strategies to help heal and inspire single moms. Today, we are lucky enough to have Sarah Gallardo. Welcome, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing well, Kelly. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to do the show with you. Thank you. So let's dive right in. Can you define a single mom for us? As a single mom, I think being defining single motherhood is a, a mom who has the brunt of parenting fall on their shoulders. And I also want to talk about a mom who steps up to the plate to do as much as she possibly can for her kids in the absence of the other parent. I love that. Step, step, to plate. That's beautiful. That's so true, right? Awesome. So what do you think like the most misconceptions are about single moms? I, I really don't like when people think that single moms are selfish. I think that's the opposite. <laughs> In yeah, my how do you experience, yeah, you know, and, and people cast their judgments. So, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, couple, kids need both parents in the picture, you know, it was wrong of you to take the kids away from the other person or whatever the specifics of the situation are. Really, I think that it's a mistake for people to assume that they know enough about your personal situation, specifically as a single mom, to make those kinds of judgments. So really, I think it's best to suspend judgment and lead with compassion instead. Agreed, agreed. So tell us how long you've been divorced and you know what does your family look like right now? So I have been divorced for, gosh, 14, 14 years now. Um, my son is 15 and I've been raising him on my own since he was six months old. Oh, wow. It's a long time, right? So you just, okay. So my next question usually is, what was your first reaction when you knew you were going to be a single mom? Well, you probably always were, right? I feel like that old, you were always a single mom. Yeah. So the circumstances in my, my situation, I, they're not unique. So I am a domestic violence survivor, which I know we'll discuss, you know, at another time. But given the specifics of having to leave an abusive relationship, I came to the realization that number one, I needed to stop judging myself and I needed to stop going by what other people's expectations of a family unit were supposed to be. Mm. And I really needed to forgive myself for the fact that I was going to become a single mom because that wasn't necessarily the choice that I would have made for my family, for my child. 
But I realized that it was more important to raise my son in a non-toxic environment and that the absence of their abusive parent was going to be better and healthier for my son in the long run. Right, so the broken home versus happy, safe home is a big deal. Exactly. That's the broken home thing and it, it, it's hard. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. So tell us a little about your son. I know you have a unique situation with your son. Yes, my son was born a female. And I, as a parent with a transgender child, you look back and wonder, were there signs that I didn't notice? Should I have seen this and, and done something more? You know, some parents, you know, well, I guess all parents have specific unique situations. Uh, for me, looking back, I didn't feel that sense at the time. I think right now, the way that it's manifesting itself is that my teenager is exploring and diving into what he or, or who he is as a unique, special, important individual in this world. And so my son has asked that I and everyone use um, he, him pronouns. Mm -hmm. I know that this is a tough subject and, and it has been a tough subject with some friends, with some family members, people who refused to use the requested pronouns. Uh, and, and, you know, that always felt really hurtful to me because I want my son to be loved unconditionally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How can you not love him like I love him? Does it really matter? It doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think too, people, people feel resentful because this wasn't anything that maybe you or I grew up with as our accepted norm. We didn't have these conversations. So, you know, older people are now saying, well, this is new. I didn't have to change my language back then why should I inconvenience myself and yeah. say things that don't come naturally to me? And I think what those people are failing to realize is that by working a little bit harder at using some words that you're not used to is an outward expression of love and acceptance for that individual. So the difficulty that those people go through pales in comparison to what positives that teenager or that child experiences by them actually saying the things that they ask them to say. Agreed. They're a human being. They're a human being. And it, it doesn't matter. You know, if they're happy that, that I think that I think the whole world could use some more love and some compassion and humanity and be like, hey, this is another human being. They want to be called Melissa or Michael. It doesn't matter. You exactly. know it doesn't matter. They're still the same person inside, you know, exactly. and, but you know, we have some work to do with that because the world's kind of a crazy place. Now, how did your son trans being a, you know, having a single mom and being mm -hmm. gender. So you have a lot on your plate, right? So you have a lot to handle every day. So, so what does that like look like to you? I mean, that's a crazy, uh, 
oh, the daily chaos. What does that look like yeah, to me? Yeah, pretty much. Oh gosh. Well, so I don't think that I have a unique experience with the daily chaos. I'm sure that every single mom is feeling that on some level or another, especially given the pandemic now, you know, societally and politically and cost of things and, ugh, you know, we're all in this tough boat, uh, you know, but I'm speaking for myself, I think it looks like every day I have to look at what tasks are in front of me and really make sure, first of all, I have to eat well, I have to hydrate. So now I'm taking myself back to like self-care 101, right? Yeah. Don't forget to eat. Don't forget to hydrate. Don't forget to, you know, take your, take your showers, do your things. It's okay. Make that time for yourself. Because if the world expects you to show up as the best version of yourself, you also deserve to give yourself enough space and time to be that person. You know, it, it's, it's not magic. I'm not Mary Poppins. You know? <laughs> so, so I think it, and two, I have to give myself enough time between scheduled events. Like I just came from the department of motor vehicles and then, you know, making sure that technology works as we'd like it to padding those things with enough time. So that by the time you show up for wherever you have to be, you're not completely frazzled and going nuts and, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. Cause then you're going into it with all this energy of stress before you even get to what you have to do. Right. Exactly. I think that's a big deal with single moms because I know for me, I'm always trying to multitask. You can't multitask because you're not doing anything well. You're just like right. in this huge, let me do a little this and a little that and nothing's done. So I think that's really important to, you know, allow enough time. Even if we have to sleep a little less or go to bed a little later, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think it's worth it. So how do you like get through the hard days? Like if you're reaching out to like sing moms, how do you like, do you get through the hard days? Do you have like a go-to? You obviously have a good self-care routine and you take care of yourself. You know, you look beautiful. You look healthy. Thank so, you. you know, how do you do this? Not all single moms do this. A lot of single moms are like, you know, oh my God, I'm exhausted. How am I going to get through today? Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely get it. And I was that person, you know, um, there was a time when I let my weight, uh, go, I would eat whatever that I thought I had to in the car, always on the go. Um, and, and I think that kind of existence was me being cruel to myself, or if not cruel, at least not being loving to myself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowing myself, you know, sit down and enjoy your coffee, your tea sit down yeah. and have your lunch, make yourself a salad, put on some pomegranates, you know, it's really okay. <laughs> take, right, right, right. Things that take time. But, um, but I think to showing up as a put together version of myself is more required, especially with the work that I do. And so, you know, in terms of how I have specific people in my life who I know they are my triage people. They are my go-to, you know, yes, I have a therapist and yes, I do my own mental health maintenance, but on a day like today, for example, this was a harder one. And I called uh, my sister, as a matter of fact, one of my sisters and what I always do. And she said today, she's like, you know, I so appreciate that you do this. I called her up and I was like, okay, 
Do you have headspace for event? And there might be a scream in it. That's a great idea. And she was like, yes, I do. And I was like, okay. And then I started with the scream because that's my, me releasing the negative energy. I can't hold on to a scream and show up for a podcast feeling, <laughs> feeling good. That, you know, I, I, I can't, maybe some other people can't, but I couldn't, <laughs> you know? And so she says, yes, I can hold space for you in that way. And then we have our exchange if she didn't have the time and she said, actually, no, I can't, I'd be like, okay, I understand. I'd call someone else. And so in that way, I know that I have people who are going to be there for me, but I'm also there for them in how I show up, even if I'm the one needing support. Right. You know? That's awesome. So you have your own support group and you guys are supporting each other. A lot of single moms feel like they don't have anybody else. So that's really great. And I like that you ask permission because then you're not just like puking up your dirty laundry and they're like, you know what? My kid is sick right now. I can't help you. Exactly. You know? yeah, I exactly. love, that. I love right. that. I'm going to use that. Thank you. I'm going to use that. I'm I sure feel that like it's, I feel like it's this, on uh, this, this, we don't talk about enough how, if I need you to be there for me, I also have to be there for you in the fact that I recognize you are also a, a a struggling human being living right. this thing called life. And some days you don't have space and time to listen, you know? Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So if you can give single moms one like great piece of advice, what would you give them? Oh, take time for yourself. Take time for yourself. Even if it's after the kids go to bed. Give yourself, I mean, and I'll talk about my own self-care regimen. Now I get that everyone is different. Some people like to knit. I don't have the patience for that at this point in my life. Some people do puzzles. Again, I don't really, you know, I will write. Some people journal, people paint, sing, scream therapy, exercise. I love, you know, going on hikes, taking walks. I love taking really hot, relaxing baths. Mm. And for me at the end of the night, what that does is twofold. Uh, well, my gosh, three, fourfold. I'm not sure. <laughs> A really <laughs> nice hot bath with some, you know, lavender bath salts. It's going to soak your body, your aches and pains. It's going to help you with that. It will help cleanse you physically, but I think it also cleanses me sort of orically, you know, I'm not going to talk a whole, I'm not like a foo-foo crystally, not that there's anything wrong with crystals folks. Um, <laughs> but I realized that it's almost symbolic to where I'm bathing myself and soaking yeah. myself. And I watch the, the dirt and the debris go down the drain. And in a way it's like the removal of the day. The removal yeah. of my stress, I watch it go down the drain. I play really nice, calm music. I'll light candles. And I like to bring that up because it's not really costly. It's not, right. it's not the cost of a gym membership. It's not the cost of, you know, getting your hair and nails done. I mean, we all have different budgets. And I know single moms budgeting is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So really try and think of whatever, if you're making a list of self-care for yourself, keep your budget in mind yeah. and know that there are completely free, if not close to free 
ways to pamper yourself. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. You go to the dollar store, pick up some bubble bath and a couple candles, like under five bucks, you know? Yeah. Thank you for giving us your time today and listening in. Remember, you're smart, beautiful, and you got this. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more great tips for single moms.